it's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round where we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 165. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood, Art of the Revolution. Eastern Memories is available now. The Feast PvP team season begins May 28th. Pre-orders available for Journeys, Final Fantasy XIV Arrangement Album. Moogle Treasure Trove, The Hunt for Philosophy, commences May 30th. Upcoming changes to script and elegant homestones. Letter from the producer, live part 61? Is that what that one is? <laughs> the Final Fantasy XIV Orchestra Concert, Eorzean Symphony, returns to Japan. Shadowbringers, official benchmark available now. Developers blog, we wonder about those leaks from the media tour, if those are right or not. We've got some happy hour. We've got a reminder about score for a cause. And don't forget about our contest. Whew, it's a long list. All right, but let's first shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hi, Ruby. How you doing? Hi, Yelta. How are you, ma'am? Good, good. It's been fun lately, getting all this good info. Uh, It's actually been nerve-wracking. This community was eating itself alive up until the live letter. Like, it's gotten wild. Um, We've resorted to toilet memes in the community. We're so fucking bored. We've made a toilet FFXIV account. Not we, but there is a toilet. I wish I claimed that. That that sucker blew up overnight. Like when I eat pizza before bed. Blowing up overnight. (laughs) Uh, It's funny as shit. (laughs) These are my, these are my poop. Poop jokes. Uh, no, they're, basically, if you have not seen this Twitter account, uh, they take photos of toilets. I guess you could call them themed photos, something found on Google, or I guess if you want to light your toilet on fire or whatever you want to do, you can take your own picture. But they relate it to a dungeon or an expert, something within Final mm-hmm. Fantasy fourteen. So you've got... The Bowl of Embers Extreme, and it's a toilet that's lit on fire. You've got uh, Shiva, and it's an ice toilet, or a tree, and it's Gridania. There are some really, really <laughs> Forbidden funny Land ones. of Eureka Pyrus is funny. It's a bunch of porta potties on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, sounds legit. <laughs> Yeah, there's some really great stuff out there. Let me I, – I wasn't prepared. I didn't know I was even going to talk about the toilet <laughs> memes, but here we are. So if you were uh, – I'm going to see if I can find it real quick, but if you were, you're interested. It's FFXIV Toilets. That's that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. FFXIV Toilets. These are, these are great. Wow, Snow Cloak. It's got a giant icicle coming up from – I would not want to sit on that. No. Yeah, so... 0.1% wipe is pretty funny. It's a mostly empty toilet roll. (laughs) They don't have the percentages yet. Empty toilet roll. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. There's like some trashed bathrooms that say letter from the producer live. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I can't hear anything on that toilet. Oh no. So yeah, good shit. Good shit. Uh, so that's, uh, that's been keeping the community busy, that, and, uh, and those leaks. Everybody mm-hmm. was looking for leaks. None of, none of my, uh, none of my inside people came through, so I guess they'll be going to the, uh, the tour next year. But somebody, 
somebody opened their mouth. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit later. Where was the uh, was the quest for clout worth it? And uh, were were they right? So um, yeah, as far as what I did in game, not a whole heck of a lot. It was a busy work week for me. Like I had some five thirty a.m. mornings. So it makes it a little tough to play at night, but I did uh, did some experts. Uh, me and old uh, Dario, our good friend and 1.0 friend and FC mate, um, I did some. I did an expert with him, and I think I did an expert the night before. And then just the gold saucer stuff, just stuff to to stay relevant. Get a few tomes, ran some stuff on uh, Chloe book. I think there's some. Um, I think this week, maybe it was last week, but I think this week it's got Poetics in it, 500, and I'm really on that last stretch to get a couple more accessories to have dancer gear ready to go uh, when 5.0 launches. I just kind of want that shit out of the way when I decide to switch over to Dancer. Um, Dancer's looking good. We'll talk about it. People are pissed about Dancer. I saw a hot take today. I'm not going to... Oh. We're not really a podcast that calls people out, but I saw a streamer's hot take about Dancer today, and I was just like, ugh. It was like, how can I get my padded – these padded parses are going to mess up my FF logs. I don't like the direction this game is going because oh. it's going to mess up my FF logs. It's like, uh, I don't think this game was built for FF logs. I think it's the opposite, and Yoshida doesn't – you know check with the ff logs community before making changes to the game so our uh, our good friend and rep ex rep shannon stepped in and tried to set that straight but you know everybody's got their own reason for playing if orange parses make you happy then be happy but everything changes at an expansion and it may not be the way you want it to change my twitter was very happy though I, I saw a lot of happiness. Uh, I'm sure you can find sadness if you want to look for it. But for the most part, my Twitter feed was very happy. Um, I think a lot of people are excited about the changes. I think the monks, the machinists, and the white mages of Eorzea are extremely happy with what they're seeing on the front end. We do not have every detail yet, but uh, we do have the end of the media tour, or at least the... Um, the the cap will be lifted, right? They are allowed to speak on the 29th of this mm-hmm. month. So we will get more details then. And uh, I'm sure they'll leak a little more stuff. The the, the real leaks will come out as, as we uh, get closer to uh, Shadowbringers. So super excited for the future. But in the meantime, I'm trying to cultivate my hunger. I'm going to get it. This is a long weekend. I'm going to get in, get out play other games i'm back to playing Wargroove a bit um there's other switch titles i want to play i'd like to play toys with my son i'm not really super worried i did get in one night and i was like fucking with a summoner rotation i wanted to mess with an opener and there's one i saw that had three pet swap well two i guess really but it's you start with titan and then you go to ifrit and then you switch to garuda and that's all well and good it's just it's just clunky as shit, though. You know, to have to to have to swap pets twice to just get that mwah, perfect parse. And I'm so happy for Shadowbringers because those changes to Summoner. Ooh, I can't wait to talk about that, Yelta. But I am going to acquiesce. I'm going to let you speak next. Tell us what you did this past I, week. 
Not much. I popped on last night just briefly because my husband told me we play our anniversary as the CACPOT, and it was like a number four winner or whatever. Oh, so cool. I had to go get my CACPOT winnings, and then I some people were on, so somebody wanted a roulette, so I did run a roulette of some sort on my Ninja, which is still not 70 because I haven't been playing. But um, I don't know. I pretty much just been kind of watching and waiting, playing other things. Um, I don't know. I do want to hurry up and, you know, f- f- I, have, I do have a couple goals I'd like to get done in the next month, but we'll see what happens. Because they're also not going anywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I didn't really play, I didn't, I also didn't recognize a whole bunch of people in the free company, so I don't know who's been inviting them, but it's fine. But I just don't know who they are. <laughs> I popped <laughs> in at like four people whose names I'm like, I don't even know who you are. We're like, hi. <laughs> I'm like, Okay. Not so, a bad thing. No, no. I like growing. I like uh, having people. We, we've got quite a, I think most of us playing right now are kind of on the more casual time, not running anything super hard. We do sometimes do some uh, EX primals and, um, well, I haven't, but uh, some some of y'all have done some uh, savage, but we're, we're a lot of people right now are just kind of like leveling jobs, maybe farming some mounts. So it's, 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 some people are like working on getting their crafting up and stuff before they new expansion. So, but how I've been playing Toontown rewritten with my sister is <laughs> <laughs> basically Toontown like shut down years ago, but there's like a private server running somewhere and that's just like really relaxing, honestly. <laughs> But, and I like playing with my sisters, so that's good. But that's about it for me. Watch the live letter, of course, or tried to watch it at work on my phone. But we'll talk about that some more in a minute. Uh, listeners, you can shoot the shit. Come to the website, www.gtffxiv.com, and let us know what you've been up to. Let's see. Uh, let's go on to the first round is news. So the Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood Art of the Revolution Eastern Memories. That's uh, one of the art books. Uh, mine's sitting not un- not even unwrapped yet. It's still in its cardboard shipping box. But uh, I have I did get this. So this is the uh, artwork from patches 4.2 through 4.5. It's a lot of illustrations, character designs. It also comes with a uh, dress-up Tataru minion and a sheet of job crystals and minion stickers, which I will never, ever stick on anything because that's oh, no. how I am. Mm-mm. I don't. Right. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use them either. I have a sheet of stickers from Dragon Quest Nine when that <laughs> came out like ten years ago or something, and it's, it's still in a book. I look at them occasionally when I find it in my little library in my bedroom, and mm-hmm. then I just go back to uh, hiding it back in the book that it's in. And there you go. Well, somebody a long time. This is like oh, years and years ago. It was like Redbubble. Somebody, some artist we know can't remember who it is did um like garuda and some other ones and i ordered ordered some of the red bubble stickers never even i, I and i bought like lots of them because i was going to give them away and stuff uh no i didn't i, I was like they, they're they're still like pristine in their box i really should do something with them Can, you know maybe save one of each for you know posterity but i could put a badass garuda sticker on my laptop or something i don't know all right, uh, the Feast PvP team season begins on the 28th, which is very, very soon. So that's 
Let's see. You're trying to get in the top 20 of your data center and get special rewards. I think uh, they announced it before, so I think we've already seen this stuff. Hmm. So, oh, this is the one where you have to build your team ahead of time, and then you, like, name your team. I've never honestly paid any attention to it because I would be too scared to do this. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any inclination to do this. It does look like a something different, though. All right. Uh, pre-orders are available for Journeys Final Fantasy fourteen arrangement album. So that's. Uh, I think we talked. About, I think we actually. This. I feel like they've already talked about this. It's somewhere else too. But uh, it's the third official arrangement album. It has seven piano arrangements including Crimson Sunset, accompanied by the beautiful Shakuhachi instrument. I don't even know what that is. And uh, eight band arrangements. And uh, it looks like there's some cool stuff on there. I've seen the video for Crimson Sunset. I'm, I think it's an official video. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Maybe somebody took their cell phone no, in there. No, I think but there was one that was put out by Square Enix now that I think about it. But uh, it looked amazing. And it had uh, Keiko on the piano and then the, um, the other uh, instrumentalists uh, there. And it was beautiful. And the release date for that is June 19th. And you also get... Two orchestrian roles, The Worm's Tale, Journey's version, and Escape, Journey's version. So, I'm a sucker for orchestrian roles. So, I don't know. Uh, this next one, we now know what the data miners had found. And that's uh, the Moogle Treasure Trove, The Hunt for Philosophy. Now, do are we not getting a Make It Rain campaign? Is this in place of it? Uh, maybe. You know what I'm saying? I haven't heard it. Anything, Anything about make it rain? I I don't know if they're just gonna skip it because we're so close. They didn't skip it for the last expansion, I don't think. For for Stormblood, I don't recall. It was June sixth, uh, in twenty eighteen. Oh, but they didn't announce it till the end of May. It was on five thirty one that they announced the make it rain campaign. So maybe it's still coming. I don't know. But I don't think we have any maintenance before then. Oh, well. Anyway, so this is a new event, which is kind of cool. We haven't had a brand new event. Now, it's kind of funny because remember, we before have had those, I don't know, those Moogles. Now, apparently, they're going to have content with them. So you are going to collect. Now, wait for it, Ruby. You're going to collect irregular tombstones. So we get to collect more tombstones. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are items that can only be obtained from this event. It's a special event with no set schedule. There are many rewards, including brand new items and other items that you may have been after. Complete the objectives and collect the rewards. So the event overview, this starts at the end of May at 1 a.m. PDT, May 30th, and until the launch of patch 5.0. They also give a note saying the event may be suspended without warning, and the event will conclude with the maintenance for patch 5.0 begins. So mm-hmm. apparently we're going to be trying to run duties, and the duties will be marked in our duty our journal, our um, duty finder, with a little Moogle head. And you will get 
uh, these tombstones from this content. And this is all old stuff. This is like Castamerdium and the Praetorium. You'll get three for that. Labyrinth on the Ancient Sickers Tower in the World of Darkness. You'll get two. And then Tamtara, Copper Bell, Thousand Miles of Todorak, Sunken Temple of Karn, and the Stone Vigil. You get one. And these are all the original versions. The level 16, 17, 24, 20, or 35, 41. So they're running us through old content. Uh, you cannot use the undersized party option, which was the first response I heard. Well, we're just going to make a party finder and go undersized, or I'll just solo it and do it undersized. You can't. You also might want to uncheck your party in progress flag if you're working on this, because you don't get one if you join a party in progress. Mm. So, okay. Do you have any comments about that? Half? Oh, I got a lot to shit on okay. this. I, I didn't know if okay. you wanted to continue oh, or dude, wanted to you stop. You want to shit on the first half, or should we talk the whole thing? I got to shit on the whole I'll, thing. I'll, I'll go continue. I'll okay, hold continue. my shit, I'll and then I'll shit. unload a giant shit after. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So then we have the item exchange, and it's that Moogle. I can't say his name, and uh, they're already in the game. Wolf said he saw one, and so you will trade them. There's one in Limsa, one in Nugurikdanya, and one in Ulda. You will trade them, these tombstones, for items such as... A lot of them are stuff that exists in the game already. So Mm -hmm. the first one at the top of the list is a brand new item, as far as I can tell, the Namazu earring. It's a hundred tombstones. That means doing... Wait, that's part of the shit. That's part of the shitting. That's part of the shit. Okay. So that's a hundred... Uh, you have a seemingly special time-worn map times two. You get a Pegasus whistle, a white lantern whistle, rose lantern whistle, answers orchestrian scroll, uh, Zantazukin, Haldarmer, Herkaldi, whatever, the Odin stuff. All the, all the writing maps for the zones, like Northern Thanalan, blah, blah, blah. A Drake horn, a Laurel Gabu horn, an Elbst horn, Bomb Palaquin horn, Althan Whistle, Dire Whistle, Boris Whistle, Slepnir Barding, MGP Platinum Card, the Magic Bucket, the Baby Brachiosaur. It just goes on and on. So, and then like the what, Toy Alexander, Construct 8, Wind Up Callista Fury, uh, mm-hmm. Brute Justice Card, uh, some cards, uh, Smolder, Coming Home, Equestrian Rolls, an Infernal Horn, and a Demeteria of the Inferno. Now, to get some of these, they have little stars next to them, like you cannot get Construct 8. Until you've obtained the achievement, didn't stop, made it pop. So you have to actually clear this content, it looks like, to actually be able to purchase these from the uh, the Moogle. Right. Right. All right. My ass is leaking. I'm ready to shit. Just, okay. Yeah. All right. So. Itinerant from, Moogle. From That's the, the top. From the top. From the top. So this little three-circle arrow. You know, we love arrows. We have to know Arrow. Oh, oh, yes. Yep. Recycle symbol here or whatever is going on. Um, I've, it's have recycled you seen, content, so that would work. Have you seen the shit post of this? I've seen – yes, I have. Which yeah. is basically like, cue for stuff, get tombstones, buy them from NPCs. It's mm-hmm. It's nothing new. We are already doing this in-game. They're just Moogle tombstones. All right, so – you know, my, a mild shit there. Um, the fact that it, here's one here's one silver lining before we move on to the rest. Um, the fact that it can be suspended without warning, but there's no like, it's not an event event like it's going to happen every May. 
This is one they can toggle on and off at any time. If they want to bring this back whenever, this is not like every December they do it, every May they do it. So it could be that if people aren't satisfied with the amount of time that they had to get these items, and I don't think they will be, um, they can toggle this back on again at some future point. All right, back to shitting. Uh. The actual um, objectives – I think I'm ready to move on into like the objective part of it. Okay. Joining a party in progress, not being part of this. If the whole reason for this event, which it's not to get these items. Let's be, let's be honest. It's not – this is about getting these new people up to speed in some degree to, to get ready for Shadowbringers and really so they can see Labyrinth of the Ancients and Circus Tower mm-hmm. and World of Darkness these things that before. story is important that's, for the expansion so i can kind of get that totally so i get i get why that that's included in fact in my opinion it's the crux to this get get people to this level and, and going not being able to join a party in progress i think is bullshit i've heard people say whoa you know maybe that's so they don't kick some noob at the end and then get their friend to jump in i mean the chance of that happening is very rare you're you're skeptical mind trying to come up with a way that you know that i can kick this guy and get my friend and do all this stuff i i just don't think it's that feasible as a reason for not allowing joining a party in progress to not be in this i get the undersized well, thing. and an unfair kick should be reportable anyway and we shouldn't not have nice things just because someone might be an asshole yeah i i just i just don't understand the logic behind that now the real problem you get three items for the for the long dungeons, the unskippable cutscene ones, Meridianum and Praetorium. You get two for actually probably the easiest thing to run in this is, is going to be the, the tower stuff. Um, and then the dungeons, which could be a crapshoot. If you get some brand new people, this could be totally awful for you to run. Um, or it could be, you know, a walk in the park, but you only get one for those. So for spending 20 to 25 minutes of your time, you're going to get one, um, to have to spend up to a hundred. And I'll, I'll, I'll go back to you, Yelta. You had a calculation of how long it may take to, to get the Namazu earring. Well, I think that, I think, I think it maths out to 33 or 34 Praetorium runs or unbelievable. Those two unbelievable that's insane for one item and that's a that's a rare item one of the few maybe the only that's really special i guess the seemingly special time warp time worn map might be something but all that 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 just means you're gonna get a i'm sorry i interrupted you. no you're you're gonna say it it means it means a portal that's all it means yeah i can go get a party of eight Go chop down our daily thing, and you know if we all pop them. I don't know. Part of the fun of getting the portal to pop is the randomness. I don't know why you would spend 50, 50 tombstones. That's so, a lot of runs of something. So you spend, what, like 20 runs to get 50 of these to two maps to pick the wrong door twice and be done with it? You just uh-huh. wasted all that time. Peg- it would have been faster to do the map party. Exactly. Pegasus Whistle. Eh, I kind of get it because nobody's running Diadem. But but you can arrange it. People still go. You, you can... just need one friend. You need one friend who's in a free company that has an airship free. That's, That's it. all you need. You go in. You fly around and look for treasure chests. 
turn turn in the spoil things or whatever. And I mean, somebody said it's like, well, since no one's doing it, all the treasure chests are there for you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, white lanyard, your rose lanyard. Uh, those are the easiest to get. Rose drops almost every time. I feel like every time mm-hmm. I go into Ravana, it dro- it drops a whistle. And Ravana, even not unsynced, is so fast. Twenty seconds. I know, we have a, we have a well, no, that would be that would be unsynced. I'm oh, oh yeah. unsynced, yeah. Unsynced, oh yeah. no, yeah, because it's still it's still, but it's yeah, it t- it takes like twenty seconds. One of the guys in our free company was like, "There's so many mounts on here. I want. I'm gonna have to grind all this stuff." And I'm like, "Dude, Do set not. up some, set up a map or a night when we'll just go grind out some of these." We, I don't know crazy answers i can kind of get but if you have gill you could do it or get some friends and run it unsynced yeah and get the, i don't have answers so that that one i could get turn nine i get it turn nine you know it's kind of still a pain uh the weapon this this shit from odin give me a break um, well it's getting harder to get odin anybody to go do odin but still 30 60 that's 90 tones to, to get all three yeah uh, the riding map. This is, in fact, I at first when I looked at this list, I went looking at the amounts. I was like, "Oh, cool! The riding maps, great! I can get these without having to do hunts." No, I'd rather do hunts. I've already got all of them, so that's that's also part of my. And they're also just two point oh zones. These are yeah, only the two point yeah. zones. Um, the these are from Beast Tribe. The old the two point Beast Tribe. That one bothered me because I did those all. As they came out, I earned that thing, and you can solo all of that stuff. Yep. It would probably take you, well, 30 times, but it would take you, I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 only it takes bothers you... me because it's it's the cherry on the top reward for doing the Beast Tribe right. dailies. It only takes you longer because they make you only do so many quests per day. It's not a yeah. difficulty thing. It's just, oh, I have to wait till the next day. And the only of these that I don't have is the bomb one because I'm still working on mm-hmm. Kobold. Um, the, these other whistles, come on, man. And I, the, the list goes on and on. Magic bucket might be one cause that's a fishing, right? That one bothers me because it's untradeable mm-hmm. today and I fished mine up and it wasn't that hard, mm-hmm. but it is, it, but you know, so it's kind of like, it was like the one you could have as a fisherman being like, see, I took the time to fish this up, but whatever, I guess Can... I don't have a baby brachiosaur, but I probably could go get one. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, is Smolder Orchestrian and Coming Home Orchestrian already available somewhere else? I'm not, uh, not familiar. I'd have to look. I'd have to look. Probably so, though. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out there, probably so. Um, and then, like, this, what? Inferno Horn? Dematuria of the Inferno? Are you serious? I didn't, under- I didn't understand that. I don't know. I want to know what their thought process was. Coming up with the stuff. Did they have to round off so they just threw some shit in there? Why not the other Dematerias if that's oh, the case? Smolder you get from Steel Almajacks, so Beast Tribe Currency. Oh, okay. So what's the other one? I'm, I'm on Google. Probably the same. Coming home. I, I just don't understand. As you look at that again, as I empty my bowels here. That's Vanu White. That's Vanu, Vanu Exchange. So it's just three. It would, it would take you less time... If you are anywhere near being able to buy stuff with Vano White Bones, to just go get three of them. In fact, this the best thing this could do is serve as a list of goals if you want to finish some 2.0 content. Just go, hey, maybe I could do these things and get them. But like the Inferno Hunter and the Dematerial of the Inferno just blow mm-hmm. my mind that those are even in there. I will – anybody want to go? I'll take you into some easy-ass oh, Ifrit yeah. and we can – I can um, – 
desynth some goldsmith shit for you and just hand them to you. It's it's fine. Yes, call Ruby. I'll give you some of those. <laughs> well, in like Construct Eight, I have to roll against a lot of other people, but it's kind of the same as a whistle. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to like find think of why they why they chose some of this stuff. I don't. I don't know. And I mean, yeah, I I, I should be happy we got anything at all. I guess. I kind of wish we had the just, gold saucer thing instead. Yeah, yeah, because this does two things. It's incredibly grindy, making you run old and boring content, which I'm already doing, not this week, but I usually do my roulettes anyway. I do, you know, so if people aren't doing, if people aren't doing roulettes and that's what you're trying to do, then you need to just give a bonus for roulettes. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I don't know. This event's kind of gross in my mind. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think selling they could, stuff. I think it should earn. They should chop this stuff by like, I don't know, by ten percent or something, just to to give people a chance to do stuff like. Well, and it's only a month. Yeah, that's the uh, you hit it the nail on the head. This thing ends in five Today is the twenty fourth. Listener, you're probably listening to this next week, twenty seventh, twenty eighth. You 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 are less than a month before the. Um, not really the launch, but the soft launch, and then and then we're we're in prime time. So no, there's not enough time to do all this stuff, mm-hmm. not to grind all this shit out. And and most of us will want the Namazu earring, um, but my god, what a long and grindy road for that fucking earring. Well, and and like you were saying, some people in our free company were saying, I'm not looking to burn myself out before Shadowbringers, and it's like. Well, have a burnout event for before Shadowbringers. Jesus, I'm going to feel like I'm going to have to do it. This thing doesn't then, oh, even go into do the armoire. The earring doesn't? I don't. It doesn't look that way. Cannot be placed in armoire. No. I still have earrings from other stuff I can't put in the armoire. And it's like, oh, Yeah, God. I think I threw away the behemoth earring because I couldn't do it. And now yeah. I need to wait for that fate to pop again so I can go out there and do it. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of down on this event. I guess I guess on one side I should be just like ah oh, cute fun whatever event. I like at the riding maps. I don't mind because it would be another option versus hunting. Personally, I, I would guess. like to see those. And maybe I'm just selfish, but I would like to see the riding maps. Why not just make them three? I mean, yeah. There's no reason there's because you got to get like ten to twelve of the more so maybe like fifteen of these in here. It's yeah. it's like just make them three, and then you get your choice of which ones that you wanna you wanna pick up, and you know every time that you run a uh, uh, castrum or a praetorum, you, you get one. Great, you're helping people out, and it gives you incentive to go. All right, I got to run this twelve more times, and I'm good. Twelve, ten more times, and I'm good. So it's it's incentive, but to think I got to run this shit ten fucking times to get one map. Fuck this! I'll log in in a month. Mm-hmm. That's what I think mm-hmm. will happen. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. I don't know. And then the fucking Namazu earrings will just be given away or sold on the Mog Station. Oh later God! Anyway. Yes. Wait until the Rising when they give my Dalamud horn away. They'll also be giving these Namazu earrings. So, don't worry. Oh. All right. We now we're down on life. It's. It's. We hate yes. this game. It's terrible. Right. We need some so sorry, some good news to pick us up. We did get some, so that's good. So so I'm going to assume this was just a little filler event they threw together, hoping to keep us busy. 
Um, oh, we do have, and this is this is same old, same old every time. Upcoming changes to script and elegant tombstones, but I think we should go over it because people are sometimes like, "What happened to my tombstones?" So patch five point they're going to change tombstones and scripts. Uh, script, script, scripts. They say scripts in here. Anyway, including the removal of elegant tombstone of creation, blue crafter scripts, and blue gatherer scripts. So they they suggest we go because uh, you can turn them in for some of the other kind of scripts. So they're adding two new tombstones, and those currencies are only going to be available after level eighty with one class or job. You're not going to be able to get mendacity or genesis anymore. You're not going to be able to obtain them. You're not going to be able to trade them for anything. Um, uh, creation tomes are going to be just removed. So you need to upgrade them for poetics because poetics is the one that's staying in the game. So, all right. So they're going to also change it. So poetics will be obtainable from trials and duties up to the level 70, as well as the duty roulette. Crafter and gatherer scripts are going to get new ones. Red and red crafter and red gatherer are not going to be obtainable anymore. Same thing. Blue craft crafter script and blue gatherer script are gone. So you need to exchange those. I'm going to have to go do that. Yeah, the, I, I may have some blue scripts yeah. left behind. I may have to do that. Yeah. All right, mm. but would they have some big news then? This is the good stuff. This is the oh. stuff where probably excited about is the letter from the producer part 51 51 is it 51 yes that was 50 all right this was streamed i tried to watch it on twitch on my phone at work and we already discussed you know trying to watch this thing um it first of all i am so sorry for sex and his audio troubles. Oh my yeah. god! People were losing their minds, and I'm like, oh, I felt so bad for him, though. I wasn't even mad. I'm just like, oh. Well, and if you were one that that watched the whole thing or watched the the rebroadcast, to to sum up at the end, they did apologize and they said it was not one individual's fault. So it, it doesn't put the emphasis on Zexos. He was the one scrambling, getting stuff fixed. Mm-hmm. That's not to say Zexos is at fault for anything. He did have a nice tweet that apologized for everything. But again, I don't blame Tony. I don't think mm-hmm. there's, I, I don't think it's his fault. Stuff and happens, man. Shit happens. And that's just the way it goes. But Yoshida did say, we thought 30 minutes was enough time to set up for the sound for this. And it was not. I personally think, you know, I think a lot of others do too. It's that bug that if you change your sound settings while the game is loaded, it just does not do. And it causes client crashes. It causes major sound bugs. And basically the only thing you can do is completely shut everything down, change your sound settings to the way you want them, and then reload everything back up. And I think that's what they ended up having to do. They probably had to like completely restart for a while they had just i know they just had one of the other mics over by the uh uh laptop's output yeah there's something else going on with a cable or something that was not working Mm -hmm. because it would be working i don't know it's it sucks but it was it was like it was a comedy of errors to some degree because yoshida's face was just telling the story even though he was apologetic and was acting nice (laughs) his facial expressions were reading differently and there were 
two other uh, other than the the delay, which the thing was delayed, what thirty minutes or longer? It was uh, forty five minutes. Forty five minutes, um, and then there was an issue at one point when they took a break and they were going to show the. Um, I think it was a, a the trailer. Job trailer was it the job? I I think it was more so the the fan fest trailer. There was a fan fest trailer that they were going to show, and there was no sound on it either. And then the cherry on the cake was uh, Amy's microphone battery died (laughs) near the end, and she had no sound either. And Yoshida's face is just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? (laughs) Um, But again, we we don't blame anybody in particular, Uh, Reinhardt. We love you, love you, love you forever. I I, I do have to secretly giggle at people are like... This small startup company. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see people uh, posting that there is a uh, a job posting for a sound I technician? Saw that for, but that's Japan, and we know <laughs> we know. Uh, no, it's there was there was, a, and then apparently everybody thinks Tony's hot, which he is. He is. But it was just kind of funny because there's a, apparently I know who this guy is, but a lot of people don't. But I met him back at the first fan fest. And even before he worked for Square Enix, he was someone, the community back then, we knew him. He did all of our unofficial translations. Back in 1.0, yeah. yes. He, he won the pumpkin carving contest we threw one time. I mean, That's correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's uh, a friend of both of ours. Uh, my Cinna uh, and him talk. Um, we're, we're, he's a family friend to us. Uh, so... He's a great guy, but the memes are funny. He's a legend now. Like people now recognize <laughs> Exos because just like what's his name's hair. That's and there's the too. funny memes where it's like the three people sitting there, and like he's the. I think you posted one where it was light, light party. party. Yeah, there's one where he's got the mentor <laughs> crown, and the other three are sprouts. <laughs> yes. um, I've also seen uh, the meme where it's like trying to help my mom open her email, <laughs> and Yoshida's the mom, and of course Exos is is me trying to teach my mom uh it's just it's hilarious but i'm glad in a way i'm glad zexos gets the exposure i just i i hope what yoshida says is true there's no fault no blame i hope hope no blame goes to him and honestly they probably got some free publicity out of that shit because honestly we were going or not we me personally but people were going nuts tweeting funny things and yeah it was it was at the end of the day i think it was kind of humorous yeah so do i all right enough about that the good shit. Um, uh, so we are going to be referencing a Nova Crystallis article here. They give the full breakdown. The title is Final Fantasy XIV Live Letter 51 Summary Gameplay and Battle Systems Revised for Shadowbringers. And that's by Tony Garsau. Thank you, thank you, Nova Crystallis, for putting this in a nice format. I'm sure there's other outfits that did, but we like using Nova Crystallis for these things because they are very good at putting that together. So thank you for that. But uh, Yelta, if you'd like, you can take it away. Yeah. we got lots to talk about. Ooh, this is so all right, good. We're, there's, there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of stuff I question, but uh, uh, I think a lot of us thought we were getting more of a battle letter, but this was a, a lot of – I did not expect some of this stuff. So one of the first things I didn't expect was the fate system is going to – offer new rewards other than experience points. I think one of the things they said was we have so many ways to get experience now that, you know, fates, you're not usually grinding fates. So (laughs) then I laughed when they're like, we're going to give you some unique tokens. (laughs) So we're going to get some unique tokens, 
from grind from doing fates. The fates are now, and this is all in the new zones, by the way. Not anything. I don't think they're doing anything for the old zones. No. So the fates are going to be tied into regional lore and let you learn about the areas in the first. It's not tied to the main scenario, but there will be a progression system that will unlock more rewards. The style of fate will only be available in Shadowbringers areas. And they gave us a slide. I'm looking at the slide. So new rewards other than the XP. Uh, additional requirements must be met to unlock certain rewards, unique tokens, and you will get to turn those in at specialty shops. And they showed one of the little fairies, so I don't know if she's a shop. But the currency exchange is like uh, a music orchestrion scroll, a butterfly specimen. That's a wall hanging for a house. The writing map is in there. Mm. Uh, this looks like uh, crafting stuff. Uh, green glider skin, lorikeet egg. So uh, that it's an, uh, another way to get... You know some stuff. So not beast. It's, it kind of kind of reminds me of some of the stuff they used to put in beast tribe uh, store shops. But that, I think that'd be interesting. Now I am of the opinion people were like, "Oh, you're gonna force fates on me." I don't really like fates either. But if they're kind of more about telling stories, and I kind of liked some of the fates that did tell a story or mm-hmm. had multi-part phases. So I'm kind of kind of hoping that's it's more about exploration than you know. I don't know. Maybe they're gonna make fate something I'll enjoy. I, you know, this reminds me of the Heaven's Word fates. I felt like there was more story involved with those. Like, you know, seeing the what's his name of the spiky butt out mm-hmm. there, and it's like, what the hell is this? And <laughs> I, I felt that was more story driven than maybe Stormblood was. Um, I'm, I'm all about fate. Sometimes, like if I'm running a job, I don't feel comfortable on like a tank or something. I'll run some fates just to get some easy experience and and goof around out there. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it. There's a, there's a problem when they rely too heavily on fates, but this seems to me like, hey, it's a side thing. We have other options, but this is this is something you can do to learn about the land and get some XP and get some additional tokens. So there's more than one reason to do this. I do hope they still leave like the riding maps in hunts. So sure. so now there's just an I hope it's a additional place to get them not a replacement well an itinerant moogles 8.0 you'll be able oh to get god. the writing maps for five point oh right my god. uh this next one i really liked side quests they're just they're just gonna link level sync all your side quests so this is great i love this because i still have quests that i'm like waiting till i'm the right level to do them and then i forget about them and then they're still on my map and then so so all of them can be undertaken at level 70 and you can use them to level alt jobs enemies will be scaled to the player level when accepting side quests i feel like this is like a progression because they used to have do you remember the original beast tribes there was like four npcs and they would give you four different level ranges worth mm-hmm. of stuff and and then i think i think heavensward started the sinking level sinking ones mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then stormblood continued that and i like that so much whatever job you are when you accept the quest that's the job you have to turn it in on and that is the level of so I'm assuming then that side quests are going to be more like Beast Tribe dailies wherein the monster doesn't exist on the map until you've picked up the quest and go touch the location or whatever. Right. So I, I think that's really good. It's really – I think that's a nice a nice change. Um, they can still do – I was worried for a second that, well, what if I can do them out of order or whatever, but a lot of the quests – do have pre-requirements anyway, so maybe sure. you won't and, even get the quest icon. And then you've got 
zone requirements because let's be honest you're gonna have to probably find all those little wispy wind thingies before you can fly and all that so there's gonna be a story progression that you're gonna have to weave through this area and you'll come back through when you're level 78 or something or another so you're not gonna be able to touch all the faith all the i'm sorry all the quests right at the beginning but when you hit 80 Maybe you've done them all. Probably not. And then you go back. Hey, time to level that dancer. Mm-hmm. Come back through here and start start working on stuff. Of course, this is 70 and on, and it's only in the new zones. So keep that in mind. Especially for your dancer and your uh, gunner, because you're going to have to take them to 70 first. Right. Right. Uh, roll quests. This one, I'm not sure how I feel about this one now. So it looks like instead of doing individual job quests, they're going to have four sets of role quests. This is interesting. But they're going to be, they're specifically, I think, again, tied to the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're retracing the journeys of the first's fallen heroes. There's going to be one for physical DPS, one for magical DPS, one for tank, and one for healer. And then one quest line must be completed to advance in the main scenario. New jobs will have quests from level 60 to 70, so Dancer and Umbrick are going to get those job quests. And then all jobs will have a new quest available at level 80. So, I, at first I was like, what is all this streamlining, dumbing down? I like, I like the job quests, but I'm hoping that this means they spent some real time and effort making four awesome role quests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, good ones for when you hit 80. Yeah. And you can go back, they said, and do these roll quests. Like, just because you take one path doesn't mean you disregard the others. You can come back and do the others, but only one is required to progress the story. I'm hoping in my mind here, my mind's eye, that it has something to do with the Warriors of Darkness. Mm -hmm. That you're going to pick one of them to follow and they're going to kind of take you down what happened in their path because there's a lot of historical. you got to find out what happened to those guys, what happened to their world. And it says that here, the first fallen hero. So you pick one, you go through their little path, and then it unlocks the rest of the story, but you can go back and do the others. So I, there's going to be some heavy, heavy story involvement with all these quests. As far as the job quest thing goes – um, I'm interested to see what that 80 thing means. Yes, it's going to have to be a heavy hitter. I mean, it's really going to have to put it all in there. I've seen some going like, hey, that bard quest better ship those two. Mm. <laughs> it better just go ahead and escalate. Put them both in bed next to each other. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and skip ahead to the real shit. Um, you know, I, I, I tend to agree. And then what does that mean for um, unlocking abilities? I guess there's that. Are they going to just save that one ability for 80? Will everything else be progressive? I don't know yet. and We don't have all those details, but interesting to look at. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, my, my knee jerk was like four, four sets instead of whatever, but I'm, I'm hoping. And then I, I was like, where's the them? ranged one? How come they don't have a ranged yeah. one? Well, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping they're really, because some some quest lines were not good. There was mm-hmm. was it sixty to fifty to sixty bard was just kept talking to that bard at the log, and that was it. I don't even. Yeah, I you know anything. I, I think a lot of the stormblood stuff was good. I don't I don't recall any stormblood that I was just like, oh, this was just plain terrible. <laughs> not hot, not hot tr- garbage or anything. Yeah, not so. 
to me, their storytelling has only gotten better over time. Uh, I hope they've taken it to the next level here. All right, we're getting crafting and gathering quests. So five sets of quests. So it's, so you're not going to have one for every crafting discipline, it sounds like. And the stories are centered on the Crystarium and the Collective of Artisans. So for the Disciples of the Hand, the facets of forging, crafting, and nourishment. For the Disciples of Land, the facets of gathering and fishing. So you can hone your skills as you progress through the story of the Crystalline Mean and learn more about the world and lore of the first. So that sounds interesting. And it sounds like these quests are going to be similar to custom deliveries. That's I, I finally figured out custom deliveries in Stormblood. I did not use them as well as I could have. Or No, I'm thinking of collectibles. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, I could kind of maybe figure out, like, where they draw the line. Like, what would forging be versus crafting? And nourishment, obviously, is going to have culinarian in there but will there be a uh, will alchemist be involved in that but it sounds like whatever job that you've chose one of those three for disciples of a hand or obviously one of the two either you're a fisherman or you're not you're going to follow one of those paths or use that npc when you're doing the quest for for that one well i'm wondering are you going to get do these as you level up so if i'm doing a botanist and a miner i'm probably going to do there's only one quest line probably for the facets of gathering are you going to get xp is this to like help you i don't know i'm, I'm kind of and it might be unlockable stuff it may be these might be how you unlock some abilities and maybe Ooh. maybe there's some role actions that go for the forging types some for the crafting types some for the nourishment types and maybe the gathering the two gathering gets some crossover but fishing itself is separate and it gets its own set of abilities again we don't know yeah i'm I, I'm I'm hoping it'll tell us. I'm, it sounds like it's really going to be like learning. A lot of these things are like learning about the first. So I, I kind of like that. And I also don't think I needed. I did all the job. You did too. All the crafting job quests. And it's like, that's a lot of, a lot of questing. Yeah. And it made me there to a point when, when you got 18 jobs and you've got all these other, because so, then you've got the eight disciples of hand and then the three disciples of land. It's like, we have to make, three to five quests for each one of these to unlock a separate ability for each separate it's too much you've got to start combining them and the roles for the the disciples of war and magic and and it sounds to me like they're almost developing roles here not like soft Mm -hmm. roles um is to help the the dev team the quest creation team because that's just a lot of shit and then Mm -hmm. with too much shit means you just you're all over the place and it, it it has less flavor. It's more bland. I was talking to a friend of mine, she was talking about an article that said millennials don't know what a butter knife is. And uh I know what a butter knife is. Do we use a butter knife at home? I don't think we we don't own a butter knife. I think I was talking to Cinna about this not too long ago. We were talking we about butter, butter knives. knives. And and <laughs> we we used them at her in law at my in laws at her parents. And it's nice, but I don't have the counter space to have a bunch of stuff. It's a, it, in my drawer of silverware. It's just one more knife that goes in there. And fuck it. Half the time I use the back of a spoon to, to <laughs> spread butter. So it's like, yeah, maybe I'm uncouth. I know what a butter knife is, but do I necessarily need it? 
it's just too much shit is what I'm getting at. Too much shit in my silverware drawer, and we don't need all these shit quests. To, 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 turn, turn your butter knife and your regular knife and your spoon all into one roll. There you go. I've just invented a new silverware type. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm hoping that instead of having 11 separate quests lines, we get five good ones. So... All right, this next one, I hate it, but that's just me. Uh, user interface, they're adding a new theme. It's light skin. That looks like the PvP skin. Is that all yeah. that is? Yeah. Just expanded. And then it's kind of hilarious to me that you have to actually switch it, log out, log back in, and then you can see the new theme. Like the sound. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. If some if people like lighter color things, I suppose it's fine. Most people but. want to leave light skin and go to dark skin on things That's like twitter first setting or i look for night yeah. mode give me night mode that's okay though they say the first edition so maybe we'll get a a purple one or maybe we'll get pick your colors i, I i'm not against that i'm not against that if the ui guys have guys and gals have time for that go for it yeah hook me up like earthbound let me use, choose mint or chocolate mm-hmm. or something else <laughs> oh well even final fantasy 11 had had like what did you have like eight or twelve you could choose yeah it's from? a secret of mana had this shit and mm-hmm. chrono trigger well, had i was this trying shit. to keep it in the realms of an mmo but yeah yeah oh oh good news for the user interface uh, all ui elements to be expanded mm. I don't exactly know the actual definition of that but uh cross world link shells are going to be expanded to eight channels I have no idea if that means we get eight channels with only what is it now sixty four people each. That's the that's the real that's shit. That's the question. And as and I thought they were gonna, I thought they were hoping to replace link shells completely, or is this a multi step process? I don't know. I don't know. But I am excited to have multiple crossword link shells because in today's world where we can talk or where we can play with anyone on the same data center, I want to be able to talk to everyone on the same data center. Yeah. Yep. All right, target information to be updated. You're now going to see the the point whatever percentage. So we can start seeing our point one wipes and really cry. Instead <laughs> of the 1% wipes, we're going to see the 0.1% wipes, and we're going to be like, oh. Or actually, we'll probably be jacked up, because that's usually when we get serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, party go. list information to be updated. Good. Uh, housing furnishing placement preview to be added. That's nice because, uh, you know, people like me won't plop down their carbuncle bench. That was worth two million gil or whatever <laughs> the hell it was. That's at my house now. I took it from the free I company. I think it was 800000 at the time. Oh, it was a lot of money. Uh, for, for me at the time, it was like a lot of gil. But anyway, and more. Uh, housing, blah, blah, blah. No. Battle system changes. There's going to be something called the charged action system. So new actions designed for more versatile usage. Actions will gain charges for later use. Charges will build until reaching a maximum limit. Actions will gain an additional charge as the recast timer cycles. Charges may be consumed to use an action whenever you want. That might be interesting and cool. I hope that makes for more meaningful decisions in what buttons I push, not how fast I push them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they showed this off a little bit where, um, especially on Dancer, Dancer has this ability that lets them charge forward. 
it's funny they're talking about charges but they're not talking about charging forward but in this case it's both uh so dancer could use it bop 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 if they want to and go dash 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 but then you have to wait for that timer to to go through three cycles that cooldown to go through three cycles Mm -hmm. to get your three charges back up now of course when it gets a charge back you could use it again uh, or you could just wait until it builds up all three charges back. However you decide to use it, it gives you some flexibility of how you want to use that ability. And that's just one example. There's other abilities. Now, they didn't go into what abilities they would be, but there are abilities that will have this one through three charge. And it may be the time to save them to burst. For example, I'm making this shit up. What if Flare had a charge? And you go pop, 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 Flare, Flare, Flare. Well, then get your dancer to buff you up and somebody put a card on you or whatever else. And now you got this big-ass burst damage to go out. So these are the type of things I believe they're looking for. In fact, I saw a a tweet by Shannon that said something about moving the game toward where burst damage would be more important or have a higher focus. And um, I think that's that's where where this could shine. Yeah, and it's also they've noted that certain jobs may not even have charged action. So this is for certain, whatever they've decided in the battle system changes. Not everyone will need this to make their job feel good. Uh, the next one is a casting interruption system. Interrupt enemy actions to turn the tide of battle. So PVE's silent status effect will now be incorporated into this new system. Actions that can be incorporated, I'm sorry, actions that can be interrupted will be more easily discernible. Tanks and ranged DPS will receive roll actions for this purpose. So ranged DPS, are, melee DPS are not, they're losing leg sweep or something? Mm, guess so. Because mm. yeah. that, yeah. Uh, that's okay with me, I guess. Yeah, they showed a, a picture of this. I don't think they showed it in action. There's a couple of photographs, and it looked like the action might flash or it has like a pulse. Looks like it pulses a little mm-hmm. bit, yeah. And it actually says interrupted, which I kind of like because as a tank, I sometimes forget uh, what – first of all, A, I sometimes forget what can be interrupted, so maybe I should just get good scrub. But um, I also sometimes – you know, if you if you if I'm trying to see if something can get interrupted, I I like that that a better indicator that it's been interrupted. Now the chat the the battle log does tell you when you've interrupted something, but mm-hmm. I, I guess I don't mind them making it more clear. I don't mind either. The, the Asuna got kind of that treatment, you know, when when they were able to see mm-hmm. what abilities could be Asuna'd. Um, you could that call- just helped me not get yelled at when people are like, Asuna me, and I'm like, doesn't have a line over it. You could call it a dumbing down, but but being able to understand and see more, it doesn't make you push the button. You still have to hit the button to make it work. Well, the problem is, is they use the same icons for two different poisons, and one of them can't be Asuna. Yeah. Right. Right. So... All right, they're removing role action customization. So we all have all the role actions right now, mm-hmm. and it's just a lot. Uh, but as part of the general action review, role actions will be revised to set abilities. So new role actions will be automatically obtained upon recre- reaching their required level. Uh, the number of available actions will be adjusted. So tanks are going to get seven, healers are going to get six, melee DPS will get six, physical ranged DPS will get six, and magical re- ranged DPS will get four. I don't know why, but okay. 
There's the good. They're the good ones. I mean, basically, Jaws <laughs> had yeah. X number that were good, and usually healers had to, had more than five that were actually good. Mm-hmm. Um, and other jobs were just bloated with shit ones, and you didn't know what to take, or you knew to always take these same five, and it just yeah. it just didn't do it. And they expanded it where you no, get all ten. I, I, and I understand it, that, but what I don't understand is why like magical range DPS only gets four. And tanks get seven. Everybody else gets six. I'm just uh, curious. I mean, all. unless they determined that those were the only ones they needed. They balanced yeah. them. Mm. Yeah. All right. This next one's weird, too. The MP and TP system. So MP is going to be capped at 1,000, and TP will be eliminated. 10, so 10,000. I'm sorry. Uh, we knew TP was going away. Apparently, they just renamed TP MP and call it no <laughs> and gave it another zero a couple more zeros uh an upper limit on mp will be set at ten thousand mp i was freaked out by this when I, I was at work trying to watch this i was i was like what so my gear's not going to give me more mp i'm like i don't understand uh but no they're changing the piety attribute will be adjusted i think we're going to get more our mp regen is going to be it we can have a set amount of max mp but our regen will get faster as our gear gets better Mm -hmm. that's what i was really worried about i'm like well how do i do better with mp so i don't care if they make it a thousand i guess uh tp is going to be removed completely and actions are going to be revised so they may be used more freely okay uh main attributes and materia and and then this is also the attributes for all accessories so attributes for all accessories are going to be revised. This is really the tank ring problem, isn't sure. it? The tank accessory, right? They couldn't figure out how to balance it, so they're just going to say main attribute increasing materials not meldable anymore. Period. So main in- attribute increasing material melded to existing equipment will be revised to have no beneficial effects. The accessories will be revised to account for the shift. Main attribute raising material will no longer even be obtainable. Weekly token gear, as well as savage accessories and belts, will have two materia slots. I think this was in the live letter. It was a response to crafting gear being so desirable compared to tome gear, upgraded tome gear, and savage gear. Yeah, we all know those tanks that are wearing the crafted gear. I mean, that's preferred, right? You wear the crafted rings and accessories, and you load them up with whatever materia because you can put five on them. Yeah, it causes issues, and then you've got the strength thing or whatever. So, yeah, it, it, I don't know if it says it further in there, but they are going to roll the strength and um, and and main stats that the tanks are needing into the ring, the accessory itself. It doesn't have to be meld. You can't meld the, the main stat. But you, I'm hoping this will make it so that if I have the best equipment, it means I have the highest eye you level. Do. You do. That, that's that's what it's that, going to mean. Yeah, that's what it's going to mean. The the, the uh, slide itself had a confusing title, though. The difficulty in gearing up will be adjusted for each roll. Yeah, I think that's just okay. really tank. Weird. That is the yeah. difficulty and difficulty in understanding it. And I, um, I'm not looking at the same slide that you're looking at, but they do mm-hmm. also talk about the number of slots as well that they yep. expanded. Yep. All right, pet management. I see some salty summoners and scholars about this. Oh, yeah, I know. Some people are happy. 
Uh, pet system, pet management, and usage will be revised, heavily revised. Uh, pets will no longer be affected by enemy attacks or PC actions. Pet actions will be removed from the pet hot bar. Pet actions will be recategorized as player actions. I think that one's fine because, honestly, most people, now that you can drag them over onto your bars, a lot of people are doing that anyway. That's right. Yeah, there's, there's no real difference. Uh, actions for pets designed to function as tanks, Titan, Eegee, Topaz, Carbuncle, they're going to be revised. Uh, unique actions for each pet will be consolidated. So existing pet actions, each summon pet has unique actions. So Ifrit has Crimson Cyclone, Titan has Earthen Armor, Gruda has Aerial Slash, and in 5.0 and beyond, the shared actions designed for use with multiple pets. Those three that I named off are now going to be Iggy Assault 1. Mm-hmm. So kind of a streamlining. I don't I don't really play Scholar or Summoner, so it's like, mm, I don't know. I do. Okay. Not the but not the scholar ha- so much, ha- but you're happy about the summoner. Well, thing. yeah, I, well, I'm happy because summoner didn't have as much bloat as some other jobs did, uh, but there was quite a bit of bloat. So, just from the top, um, the fact that they're no longer affected by enemy attacks or PC actions does not bother me at all. I can't tell you how many times I forgot to bring the pet back to me, mm-hmm. and it's standing by the tank, and it gets cleaved because it's one of those fights. Like we've been doing a lot of um, Shinrayu, and not Shinrayu. I'm sorry, um, Seriyu. And as the tank has to go back and forth because you're sliding in things, as you get mixed around, sometimes my pet ends up where the tank is and it gets cleaved, whatever, mm-hmm. it's done. And they made concessions over time to, to limit the amount of damage that the pets were taking, but, you know, it just wasn't feasible. It just didn't seem right At this so point, it's like the pet's visually there, but it's really just part of your toolkit. Yeah, exactly. So they might as well not have an HP bar at all, which means that gives me that I don't have to heal my pet, which means that... Well, then as a healer, I don't have to get yelled at to heal someone's pet. That always drove me crazy. And that gives me an ability back because there's an ability for healing the pet and I don't have to use that any longer. I don't know quite what that means for Titan. Is he still going to tank or is he going to act as a different type of action? Will he be a different type of DPS? How are they going to differentiate... What what Ifrit does, what Titan Honestly, does, what Garuda does. I would not does. be surprised if they're all just skins for an Eevee at this point. Yeah, I, I'm not either. Now it does it does list here in the graphic that they do have Crimson Cyclone. They're still naming them Crimson Cyclone, Earth and Armor, Aerial Slash. So will they do the same abilities? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they're all the same thing. I think they'll have a different flair, whether it's a different skin or a different type of ability. That's that's yet to be seen. Um, I hope there is some differences between the two because I, between the three because I want some variety. I want to be able mm-hmm. to switch a reason to pull out a certain one for a certain right. Like well, a, maybe it'll an be order like bard songs, right? Where I start my opener and I have one thing out, and then I start my DPS phase and I pull another one out, and then it's like sure. it's getting close to the end now. I, I want the MP recovery phase or something, so I pull the third one out or, or something that was a finisher. Like Bahamut or that amazing Firebird. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> so they. I don't know if it's listed here, but they do mention that the action is instantaneous when you pull the pet out. There's Ooh, no okay. more of this like waiting for it to come out, which 
Well, it had a it, long cast time, and then it seemed to have a long time for it to actually arrive. And, do and that and that just goes to the the summoner openers. Like I was goofing with a new summoner opener just last week for shits and giggles. And new to me, it's not really new, but it, it you start with Titan and you you do a thing, and then you go to Ifrit and you do a couple of things, and then you switch to Garuda, all within the opener. And that's just clunky. The fact that you got to swap between three pets just to do your opener every time is just. It's like I don't even want to do that. I don't want to do that. Um, yeah. So the, the and and it does it. It feels way less like a summoner. We're not trying to get to eleven summoners. I'm sorry, eleven summoners. It's not going to happen that way. But this is more like eleven than we've been before because with Phoenix and with Bahamut, you do feel like you've got some real summons. So quickly. To get off of this subject, uh, pet actions removed from the pet hot bar, recategorized. I hate the pet hot bar. I hated the way some of those icons were arranged, uh, so I'm glad to see that go. Um, and then the revision for Titan Eggy to be decided. We'll see how that happens. Um, unique actions for the pet consolidation. We just talked about that. I'm super excited. When we get to the job preview stuff here in a little bit, I'm super excited to talk more about what uh, what Summoner has to offer. All right, and then we have additional battle system adjustments. Various other changes will be made to improve overall usability. Uh, and they mentioned if you see tooltips in the embargoed media, they may have already been adjusted on the back end. So, so even when we find we read everybody's articles and watch everybody's videos next week, we got to remember that that it's still not quite done. So mm-hmm. don't get too shook up. If something seems to have a potency that's only 10% what it should be or something. Cause... Or a 420 cast time and you only get a 1 <laughs> HP for 8 seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, battle system calculations are going to be adjusted and changed. Chain bonuses will be removed from dungeons in order to standardize XP gain. I don't know how I feel about that. I like chain bonuses, but that seems to be more of a thing that, you know, keep keep that in Eureka. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the damage damage limit will be increased from nine 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 nine, and they have added a millions nine. So uh, that's not really even for Shadowbringers. That's like the numbers are getting pretty high today. And when we then they like said in the next expansion, so we're like next expansion, yes, yay. So uh, by the next expansion after Shadowbringers, they they plan to re- revise damage and, and likely crunch crunch them. So. Uh, we might see large numbers in an enraged situation, but that's about it. The party bonus, this is the, I'm assuming the XP party bonus, right? Will be mm-hmm. adjusted to account for the numbers of players filling a given role. Uh, the rate at which the limit gauge fills will be adjusted for Shadowbringer regions only. Pre-expansion regions will be unaffected. Oh, and I think that's also affected by roles as well. They were talking at length about how how players were abusing the limit break system by by the different the different jobs, and they were using that to some advantage or disadvantage, and yeah, vice it's, versa. It, sound, it, not, it sounded like some sort of nearly an exploit. Maybe not exactly an exploit, but nearly an exploit is how I was kind of reading people's discussion of it mm-hmm. so roles are more important than jobs and you're you're, mm-hmm. you're seeing that all the way across the board it seems like a heavier emphasis on role than job mm-hmm. 
I think that's okay, too, because honestly, our jobs are kind of skins through the role. I want them to have differences and stuff, but if they're, like, worried about how to make a fourth healer unique, I'm like, just give us a different spell with maybe a slightly different point. I don't know. It's to the point where we have a lot of jobs. I'm not saying we don't want more jobs, because Mama likes some jobs. We want jobs, yes. Yeah. Uh, I liked this one, too. The HP of a barrier shielding a party member will be displayed on the party list. Oh, yeah. That's one of those things that drives me freaking crazy, honestly. Yeah. And then they also explained about this down arrow, that you'll see a small down arrow next to the HP bar if they are not topped off. So that'll be useful in those raid scenarios yes. where you got to get them all topped off or they turn to stone or something else you know um honest to god though i think that the server tick just fucks you there anyway i can use a goddamn cure three when someone only is down one hit point and they still get whatevered so but yeah uh i guess an up or down arrow is probably not hurting anything let's see the party bonus we've adjusted blah 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 so the HP of shielding, that's the little yellow bar, right? Yes. What's Okay, so the top one, That what does that one mean? Well, if they're already fully healed, that, that barrier goes above the bar. But if they're okay. not topped off, then it goes inside, inside. the bar. Inside. And then what the, the, little, the little square in the corner of the warrior's one, what does that one mean? Uh, what, the yellow? It's yeah. just got his less barrier than the scholar has. Huh. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, it, I, I don't mind having tools to let me know what the hell I should be casting. All right. Let's see. Job actions. We had the job actions trailer. We're not going to watch it because that sucker is 14 minutes long of amazingness. Mm-hmm. Um, I focused mostly on my most played jobs. However, I was kind of stunned by uh, the Dragoon stuff looked snappy yep. and dragoony and awesome. Uh, Machinist caught my eye. I, it seemed to really, I don't know, it, seemed to, it just seemed to be cooler, I guess. Very uh, much so. But my two main played jobs are White Mage and Black Mage. Black Mage is, I, I've watched it twice now. It looks like we're still staying within these stone flare. The, the, the explosions looked big and good, but uh, it's one of those I'm going to have to see how it feels when I play it. White Mage, though, very much seems like we're moving. I'm hoping I'm hoping it's what a lot of people are suspecting, that instead of like Aereo and Stone, we're doing Dia, Banish, right? So those yeah. like white magic. Holy uh, magic. Holy magic, yeah. So, um, which also, you know, means that maybe stripping off the uh, arrow, the wind, and the earth spells, maybe they who can get us a Who would use those? Who would use water, wind, and earth something? spells? Then I know. I'm like, oh, I'm like geomancer. That I'm like that. Really, I'm. I'm almost now. I'm like thinking they've already have decided geomancer will be the mm-hmm. next healer, right? Give them those, and and I'm happy letting the other elemental spells go and being more holy if that means we get another healer and you get wings and i get wings right so so, well i gotta be fair the 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 white mage ability video didn't really blow up my skirt a whole lot it looks like the um 
the bits I did like is it looks like the Lily's gauge just charges and then you decide when to spend it or something. Some of it was uh, looked like it was like DPS-y involved. Oh, and everybody who I think probably misunderstood, they talked about pure healing, going back to pure healing. That doesn't mean you're only going to heal. I do hope that they challenge us enough so we might have to heal more or deciding what buttons to push. You know, just I, I, I'm hoping I won't be able to just stand there and stone things or banish things forever. I would like to have to do a little bit of healing. But um, yeah, riddle me this. Why would they give you the black lily if they didn't want you to DPS? Well, There's I think they specifically talked about... You know, that, that black lily is a big damage. You're not going to take damage away. First of all, if they tune the game where a medium strength healer has to heal 100% to keep the party up, and doesn't ever have time for any damage, what is that lower, I don't want to say skill, but maybe experienced skill or experience either way there there people will get a lower experienced healer in a dungeon uh-huh. and it's like they won't be able to keep a tank up so i right. kind of understand i don't want them to dumb down healing or make you have to do 100 percent of healing but as my equipment grows my skill level grows my confidence grows uh, you know, I should be able to move from the just reactionary healing or shield healing or whatever to i now have time to dps Yep, yep, I agree. Were you wanting to cover just the ones uh, that you like, or what? Well, I did. I did notice I, there, were, there was talks about. Ta- I don't know. I don't even know all of them, though. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind kind of picking up and reading some of yeah. this stuff here just to give you a break because that top part was long. So Ooh. tanks. Uh, all four tank jobs, including Gunbreaker, will be viable as main or off tank. There was that discussion, remember? Is there going to be a designation? They're all viable. But they've taken away that stance thing, right? We're not – we're There's no, no longer – There's no DPS stance anymore. Um, additional buffs designed for off tanks to support main tanks will be added. Tanks will possess defensive buffs that apply to all party members. Tanks can also use buffs to enhance their defenses for a limited time. Job effectiveness will vary depending on player skill. That's good. Offensive stances will be removed. Players will instead toggle tank stances on or off. Uh, Tank stances will be adjusted. Uh, Damage dealt and received reductions and max HP increase effects will be removed. Only enmity generation will be increased and all the tanks will increase enmity. Adjustments will be made to emphasize the reduced damage received aspect of tanks entity generating combos will be removed skill rotations will not change when alternating between main tank and off tank a tank mastery trait will be added where all damage received will be reduced by 20 percent and bonuses to maximum hp and damage dealt based on certain attributes will be granted so whoo mouthful there well it sounds like there's going to be a tank stance mm-hmm. but you pr- you probably only have to use it if you're in danger of losing hate mm-hmm. or there's may or there's maybe like a tank burster coming up right so I can see like- that yeah yeah but it, but you don't lose damage by not using it right by using it so I I did misspeak it's it's the it's the attack stance is no longer having to switch to you're you're already doing damage 
you may just need to swap to that tank stance to be designated as the main tank, so to speak. So. Well, and they say, and they say that they're removing enmity generating combos, but really, I think what that means is they're sliding all tanks combos, all tanks abilities are going to pull enmity. That's the right. Enmity. Yeah. yeah, which reduces that that that. That's one less one two three that you have to have. Mm-hmm. You know, I I noticed in the video tanks buffing other people, tanks yep. buffing themselves. Ta- yeah, that was off tanks buffing the main tank. It kind of looked like maybe was the idea. So that's that. The working together, I think that that that's. I really kind of liked the way it looked. Yeah, yeah. So quickly, uh, Paladin's sword oath is gone. Free of pl- uh, the feel of play will not change. Right sword will. Allow for no casting time. Sheltron was momentarily in use, but will become more of a lasting ability. Rage of Halone isn't totally moved, but swapped out with something powerful. Warrior's Destroyer has been removed, but the feel of play won't change. New buff when you use a certain action, and the potency will be more powerful than Felcleave. Whoa. Uh, Dark Arts is gone for the Dark Knight. Hallelujah. Uh, you have your defensive buffs, but you will draw out your inner soul. And our new friend, the Gunbreaker, uses a gunblade dirt. When you slash and pull the trigger uh, and it enhances an attack, you use different cartridges to enhance the actions. They have a rush move called Rough Divide. Ooh, it's very Final Fantasy VIII. Um, the combo route changes very quickly depending on the actions used, and it feels different from the other tanks. There's a regenerative healing action called aurora so good on the tanks i know the dark knights uh, are very excited for that we talked a little bit about the healers um and that pure healing role kind of misnomer there and white mage yelta talked about um scholar the pet actions will be revised we talked about the pets while direct heals and barrier magics will be adjusted but Scholar hasn't changed that much. Selene and Aos are essentially the same. You can just pick which one you like the look of. I don't know how people will feel about that. But then you can also summon Seraph, which can help you cast more powerful healing spells. And Astrologian, this has got the biggest changes, I believe. Uh, the stances and card effects will be adjusted. The job has changed where all the card effects will have all uh, – sorry, where the card effects will all have damage buffs. But the element of dealing these cards to a member of your party hasn't changed. You run into situations where you may need to redraw a card. They separated the recast timer to draw and play cards. At a higher level, you get an action that lets you use the other stance, diurnal or nocturnal, from your current stance. So a little swaparoo there. Which is nice when you're in battle because you usually can't do that. Um, and also, I've I've heard the rumor that you can't do party wide buffs anymore with it. But we will see how that goes. Mm, that would be that would make a lot of uh, them sad. That I know. <laughs> yeah, it I, I, it seems to me that the trend is for single target buffs for a lot yeah. of this. So. You're stacking buffs on one individual when you're ready to do that burst or what have you. Um, I think that's to get away from Astrologian being all-powerful to some degree. And I guess it was slightly overpowered. I, it's you know, part of why they were having trouble balancing it, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I do feel that – and this I feel this with all the jobs, but healers had this issue – 
Um, it's the identity crisis. You know, I think the the ten roll actions caused some identity crisis and the genericness. And we were really afraid that everything was just going to be generic. I'm not really mm-hmm. sensing that as much. Um, I haven't touched it. I haven't played it. On the 29th, we'll we'll hear more from those at the media tour. But um, I I feel like some identity has gone back, uh, especially with the the white mages being able to use holy type magic. Um, this upgrade to Seraph, it's very fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, although cool. the Selene and Eos thing is kind of, eh. and then the Astrologians, um, I think they, they still had their own identity. It's getting back the white mage, its identity. Um, that's, uh, that's, I think identity has come back. The only other identity thing, and I failed to mention this at the top is rest in peace, boo-boo, protect is gone. I know. I c- I get why they did it, but to me, Protect is iconic, and I was really hoping that they would leave it into some sort of other shield. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. I get it. I get it. All right, moving on. DPS. DPS, uh, the design concepts will be more traditional. Mechanics will be revised accordingly. They felt DPS went in two directions. One that had a simple evolution, like Monk, Dragoon, Ninja, Samurai, Black Mage, and Red Mage. Um, these are the ones that didn't change drastically. Um, monks finally got that fourth stack of grease lightning. Yep. Um, uh, I hope that they're happy with the changes when they get them. Um, I've heard some monks go, "Mm, it wasn't quite as much as I had hoped for, but Mm -hmm. you know, we'll see. Um, moving on, dragons jumps have become very quick. <laughs> that's really that was know. noticeable in the la- yeah in the video. But that big jump that's got the the light purple arrow with the the that's weird. Well, but yeah. yeah, but um, Nidhog does that. And these are st- you're still very Nidhog. Well, there there is an eye. One of the one of the abilities had like a Nidhog eye. Mm-hmm. Kinda. Still very Nidhog. Well, somebody also noticed. Oh no, that was a dark Nid ability. Never mind. Hmm. Um, There's an ability that people noticed that looked like another one from an earlier Final Fantasy game. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to talk about that one. It's good. Uh, oh, well, we already talked about Dark Knight. That's Darkness. Yeah, I already talked about that. But that's that was Darkness from Final Fantasy IV, which is great. Uh, Samurai's initial concept was easy accessibility, and it hasn't changed too much. But the expansion will have simple evolution of the job. Hagakure has been revised, and you can activate Midare Setsuke. Kekka more easily. All right. I don't play Samurai. Uh, Ninjas. <laughs> e- enemy enmity actions have been removed in accordance with the changes to the tank roll. Black Mage. Uh, stacked action to maintain Umbral Ice so the DPS output can be more evenly preserved. Uh, uh, let's see. Other changes. More powerful magic. Fire 4. I'm sorry. Fire 5 and Blizzard 5. And there are more instant cast spells. Fire. fire. Yeah. Oh, that's nice because... Black Mage has uh, movement issues, so some insta-cast spells would be awesome. Yes. Uh, Black Mage evolved to cast more magic. If you're at zero MP, you can use Blizzard 3 to instantly restore MP. Flare only affects one enemy. Wow. Uh, Red Mage had a simple evolution. While you're moving, the gauge depletes, but there are more actions to do while moving. That's interesting. You will continue to accumulate white and black mana, and then you can use Displacement... Uh, each individual job will allow you to build an AOE into your rotation. So that's interesting. But the big ones, the ones that really changed uh, drastically, Machinist. Uh, Machinist gets a badass robot now. Goss Barrel is no more. Um, 
yeah, they just said it didn't feel rewarding. And and watching the video to see him bust out a a, a mech to fight next to you and do some mm-hmm. just looked fucking cool. Plus, it they got Bio Blaster, and I saw a drill. In fact, when we're when we'll watch the um, the benchmark in a little bit, you can hear the drill go off, and it's got this. Sound that's <laughs> mm. remember when gravity came out and you were like, oh, yeah. oh, that sounds so cool. It's like this this reverse sounding spell, like it goes. Uh, it was amazing. Oh my god, this amazing. Drill, <laughs> this drill sounds so good. Uh, Bard's overall feel hasn't changed, but they took away the uh, the crit stuff, the crit the whole party thing. Uh, that's mm. been removed to fit with the rebalancing party synergy. Higher levels, you'll unlock soul voice gauge that will unlock more powerful actions summoner summoner mechanics will be partially reworked uh rune four available when the pet performs certain actions eggy summons are now instant you can call forth the eggy depending on the situation once you summon bahamut you'll be able to summon phoenix phoenix looked awesome looked amazing (laughs) and and as a summoner if you know your rotation you're doing the dots and you're doing your festers and then you build up – you use your aether flows and you build up a stack of Bahamut. And then you do the rotation again. Then you have the two stacks of Bahamut and then you can bust Bahamut out. Then once Bahamut's gone, it's like this dry spell where you're just pounding away at Ruin 3 until you get your aether flow <laughs> stacks back up. And then you got to go through that process again. So there's like this dead spot. And what I'm hoping is that – after you do Bahamut, you have less dead time after that, and then it's let's bring Phoenix out, and so there's a more of a balance between the two. And I still love that Summoner's very coil. Bahamut's from coil. Phoenix is from coil. I've heard some people bitching about the lore that Alizé said, well, Phoenix isn't supposed to be out. We don't want people to know about Phoenix because it's my grandfather's it's, legacy. It's past. It's, it is old it's at over. this point. It's over. Um, and you won't have to worry about Aetherflow stacks before entering combat anymore either. Ooh. It only had two as far as the job video goes, where Scholar had three still. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> uh, Dancer's a character that uses dances to buff. Now, this is one of the most interesting because it's, it's a new job. You pick a partner and you do these two types of steps. You can do standard step or technical step. The standard step gives you two options. Technical gives you four. Um once you go into your step, the next action must be your next step. Once the step is completed, it applies the buff. The buff you apply to yourself also applies to your dance partner. There are two types of attacks the dancer can do, single target and AoE from a distance. As you do more steps, the quicker it gets paced. Whenever your partner lands a successful weapon skill action, the dancer gets a buff to your job gauge. If it accumulates to 50, you can unlock more powerful steps. So I guess the the difficulty with dancer is as you do it, you got to get fat like DDR or something, right? You got to get a little faster every time you do it um, to keep up the pace. So that might be that skill cap that says a good dancer from a a bad dancer. (laughs) And that is the job stuff. Again, we're not going to watch the video. I, I suggest, listener, you go and watch the video. They don't name the actions. They just show it. But if you want a good time just seeing it. Also, the music. Let's talk real quick about the music. There's like a variation of that that new opening theme. There's a variation of like the 011 music. Um, there's a variation of the Crystal Tower music, I believe, in here. Um Good shit. I'm I'm happy with everything I'm hearing from Soken thus far. 
Any thoughts, Yelta? Oh, there's just there's just so much in there. It's hard to even. Yeah. It's hard to even. I'm 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 excited tentatively for all the changes. Uh, some of the changes seem big, and some some people are like, I don't like. They they feel like they got nerfed, and other people feel like other stuff has gotten overpowered. But honestly, I'm gonna. I feel like wait wait till it shows up, right? Sure. Uh, you know, you they said. I know it seems like you're going to want to take a dancer to every single party, but you don't have to. And it's like, well, but the kind of the the way you described it, I'd rather take a dancer than a bard or I'd rather, you know, whatever. So it's like, mm, I don't know. Uh, But I'm more than willing to just wait and see, right? Mm -hmm. Just wait and see what really is. Because I I feel like all of the changes went further than I thought they would. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like I wasn't expecting, you know, taking away entire stances or whatever. I'm, but I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Me too. So, I mean, as long as it makes the game better, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I don't want huge, I don't want like huge dumbing down or anything, but there's some forms of streamlining that would be, you know, I do like the with the tank. What what one of the uh, slides says, and this has been memed a lot. Job effectiveness will vary depending on player skill. It <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, made me laugh so hard. Okay, there was a few other things that happened in this uh, thing, and I have to scroll down to find it. Um, announcements here, I guess. They, they, they did announce that Final Fantasy XIV heads to E3 on June 11th Mm. to Thursday, June 13th. So that's going on. Uh, and they will, people who attend will get to go hands on against, uh, Titania Mm -hmm. in the battle challenge. That's awesome. Uh, Learn from the producer, fifty-two, 52nd, yeah. So that will be Friday, June 14th. So we will have a live letter. Uh, They haven't really told us other than it's got more information on Shadowbringers. So they mentioned a left-handed gaming device. I actually own one of those types of things and I've never figured out how to use it. But uh, it's a Final Fantasy XIV branded... uh, left-handed gaming device so if you're into that there's going to be a branded one for it and they they showed some video of yoshi p actually using it look at the 14 key on it mm-hmm. oh <laughs> it's it's xiv yeah oh that's too good that's too good uh i i have i have talked to people who use though that type of uh gaming device and really enjoy it for 14 because you can really put a lot of stuff on, uh, you know, that section. You know, you have the thumb pad, uh, joystick, and I don't know. That's neat. 
Okay, I guess that brings us to the benchmark trailer, right? Ooh. Do we want to do we want to talk about the benchmark trailer? Yeah, we can talk about oh, the wait. benchmark trailer. But there is one one other announcement. For there's the one. There's one more thing in between. The Final Fantasy XIV Orchestria concert, Eorzean Symphony, returns to Japan. I actually saw the first half of this title the other day, and I'm like, oh, oh, we have to go. Uh, no, it's in Japan. Yeah, take so- a flight. <laughs> <laughs> Get on a plane. So Saturday, September twenty first, and Sunday has two per- two performances. And Sunday, the twenty second, September twenty second, has one performance in the afternoon. But it's at the Pacifico Yokohama National Convention Hall. So it is going to be the songs that play while you're enjoying your adventures together with your friends, the songs that bring back memories of the fierce battles and much more will be brought back to life in full orchestria. So if you can go, if anybody goes to this, you got to tell us how, how yeah. good it was, honestly, because I'm not going to be able to go. All right. Then we have the Shadowbringers official Benchmark. Yes. This, 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 well, okay, first of all, the benchmark dropped last night, right, for us in the U.S. It dropped last night, and most of us rushed and downloaded it. There was a lot of complaints about, I don't have permission, or it timed out, or it crashed my browser. Apparently, we just kind of overdid it. But, yep. uh, and, we, and we talked a bit about Vera and Hothgar, Rothgar uh, designing the characters, and then you get to put them in the, okay, first of all, Ruby, what was your score? Do you remember your score? Oh, it was like um, – it was just over 10. I haven't built a computer in like mm-hmm. over five years. So I'm kind of still behind. I'm running like a GTX 970 still. So I'm still – I'm just above – Oh, I think um, that's all I have. So. 10,000. Yeah. Yeah. But did, did, was your score like high, very high? Oh, extra, it, yeah, yeah. It was um, extremely high. I was completely floored. That this store-bought computer that I bought for uh, Stormblood. So the night before Stormblood dropped, my computer died. Right, right. I remember that. Just toast. So I'm like, fuck. I uh, actually went to the Micro Center website, ordered a computer online, and drove up there and picked it up that night. Because it's like, no, this will not stand. So, But I'm just using that. It's just a power spec whatever. Uh, but uh i'm actually so a i was very i was just floored that my computer got such a high score but that also made me worry a little bit that they weren't really pushing anything very hard you know there's i kind of expected there to be it to be harder on my computer but i don't know all the stuff i've seen that looks beautiful so i'm not that worried about it mm-hmm. but anyway i think we were going to watch the benchmark trailer it's about what six six minutes about six minutes long about six minutes long so like like usual listener when we watch a video we'll do a little countdown you're welcome to start your video at the same time and watch along with us uh we'll make comments about the sound and we'll we'll play the we'll play the sound in here with you guys so you can listen along with us but we'll just give our little commentary about what we see um did you do the the benchmark where have you made characters i think we talked about that a little yeah, bit. yeah i made a vera i made uh two two vera and a rothgar yeah i made my hrothgar yeah i typically make a rubicon look but and when i say that it's dark hair blue eyes um and uh uh red 
uh, facial tattoos on it. So I was able to make my Rothgar <laughs> in that. A, Ru- a Ruby Rothgar. Ruby Rothgar. Yeah, I did, I did, I did purple fur on both uh, the Viera and uh, the Rothgar. Uh, uh, of course, when I'm playing a non, well, when I play any character, I always just, I, I apparently am in love with eyeliner. So I always make like the darkest eyeliner you can get. Okay. You know, so yeah, no, I played, I played with it quite a bit, honestly. I thought it was cool. Uh, there was a lot of customization bitching about the, the number of hairstyles for Rothgar because yeah. it's two per face. So I think a total of eight. Um, but when you get into like the fur color and the patterns and things, to me, it seemed more expansive. I've seen snow leopards. I've seen jaguars. I've seen lions. I've seen tigers. I've seen Pikachu. I've seen something mm-hmm. look like a watermelon. I've seen <laughs> some crazy but, but, ass But shit. how many did you see that were characters you actually wanted to play? A you know few. I mean? A I, few, I honestly. Yeah, well, and I saw a lot of bitching about it. it's just kind of like a remodeled row, but I'm like, Bullshit. actually, no, I thought, Rothgar looks really good to me. I, I liked all four faces. I didn't enjoy every hairstyle, but I, I kind of feel like hairstyles are something they can add. You sure. So I'm, I'm less worried about the hairstyle options. Now, Viera had tons of hairstyles. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, so I was doing Viera, and one of the things I noticed was a lot of the hairstyles again were bangs or no bangs but then there's like a was like a, a t- tool tip that's like right click to toggle the bangs but it didn't seem to do anything for me i don't know if anybody else had that experience hmm. also uh, when i was rolling my rothgar i noticed that the odd eye it was either the odd eye or the hair highlights was still in japanese the hmm. the, the tool tip was still in japanese Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes! You called that out. I saw that on the uh, mm-hmm. on the Discord, and yeah. So I chuckled a little bit, but uh, no, I made I made some nice looking Rothgar. I I I I'm a little sad. There's no female. Me too. But oh well. Oh well. Okay, I'm ready right. to watch this show. I'm, I'm ready. Count count us down, Ruby. All right, count down. Three, two, one, go. Blood, full nudity, full frontal nudity. Par- no, partial nudity. Oh, my bad. This is not the crossword link shell is not safe for Full work. penetration oh by the Dark God, Knight. Ruby. Oh, my God. I think... And here it comes. So so we have so we have these ruins with obviously light-aspected creatures. And a big-ass sword. Big-ass sword. So we're cutting. Dark Knight slashing. Flat purple. I'm enjoying the purple. Oh, yeah. And then one I'm left. hoping we get purple things for our house. And stabity. Stabity. So now we're a badass. We're walking away. <laughs> Through the fields of flowers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crystal, that, that town looks so pretty, guys. It's amazing. Here's our new mount. If you pre-order, I can't decide if it's amazing or ugly. It's maybe ugly. somewhere between. What? It's ugly, but it's, it's ugly. okay. <laughs> it's ugly yet kind of amazing. Maybe? Yeah, I mean it's it's ugly, but it's not like I don't. Shadowbringer. <laughs> All right, time to go to town. Right. Now we're in town. There's a lot of other people in town. Lots. Lots of people. It's a row, hammering away. There's a lot of crystals. 
Now, there's Lalafell running around. Some people are like, and they look like Lalafell in our world. They're not dwarves with beards and whatever. So Well, they came over pe- from the, the main. Yeah. But people are like acting like no one will know what a Lalafell is. It's a benchmark. Oh, and, oh, and the call went out. Oh, yeah. The, the alarm is yeah. sounding. I love their armor. It gives me that uh, Heaven's Word like feel. Chain. The chain mail. Yeah. We have a pink-haired Rothgar. Time to fly. This mount is cool, too. Is it a fucked-up chocobo? Like, what is this thing? Well, I haven't seen... You know, you you mentioned that. I'm not sure I've seen a chocobo on the first. Mm -mm. I think it's a deformed chocobo. I'm not sure I haven't seen one either. So this is that scene they seem to put in there. Like, we're having large-scale battles that this never actually fucking happens. But Right. uh, But we get to see some abilities used. We see people fucking each other. That dragoon thing. Oh, Oh, there's white diarmites. Bard does amazing... There's that drill sound. Mm-hmm. That big guy, that's, that's a big guy. Yep. He's a little disturbing, though. Can we take him down? But, but he's, he us? must be water-aspected, because he just flooded everyone. Yep. I don't even know where that water came from. Oh, here we come, riding in. Thancred. Thancred. I'm trying to remember, did they have the main character Cyan's on the other benchmark? They're on the poster. Oh, I don't know if they were in the other benchmark. Yeah, so that's definitely Thancred, and we see other people in a minute here, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody's Six. lining up. Yeah. Alphano. Alphano. Got Uriange. We got Alizé. Yep. Alizé. They're all here. Oh. Black mages. Stola just a flaring. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they're about to kill it. Slash. Okay, so this underwater zone looks pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've actually actually still think underwater zones in Final Fantasy XIV look completely fucking ridiculous when you're just swimming through it with your chocobo or whatever, mm-hmm. but I laughed so hard right here because I'm like, I, mean, I saw somebody else tweet it, but I'm like, Namazu never evolved here, never apparently. They're the all catfish. catfish. Now we're in fairyland. Speaking of fishing. Fishing. There's a lot of fishing going on. I like on. these bushes. I know like what you rainbows. love. What? This pig. This flying pig. Oh my god, the flying pig. I, that beast... Tr- that be- I'm assuming that's a beast tribe Numu. or something. Mm-hmm. They're... I almost wish I could be a Nomu. They look so cute. They're amazing. We're in Ilmeg yeah, here. Those look like weird fucked up chocobos, don't they? They are. They're deformed they... chocobos. Yeah. They're All not right. deformed. Somebody's going to say, you ableist, Ruby. No, they're 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 they they have they're not my chocobo, a okay. branch of. <laughs> oh, it's time to storm the castle. Ooh, what's inside? Somebody nice is waiting for us. I'm sure the fairy queen. They'll give us dinner, <laughs> maybe a yeah. party, a tea party. I love this castle. This is an Alice in Wonderland. It is actually really gorgeous. The, the the rainbows everywhere. It's like rainbows and cute. And then it's like, bitch gonna fuck you up. Hello, pretty lady. And your weird I pets. love the tree dog thing. I am so enamored with whatever the fuck Grasshopper head guy is. He yes. just looks amazing. More enemies like that, please. Yeah. Alright, we're going to war. What's my DPS? Yeah. Oh, wait. No. You, can't, you can't tell me that. <laughs> 
just look on FF Logs later. I'll be sure. I'll Don't be sure to pad me. you with all of my abilities. Don't add me. I want my parse to be correct. Oh, th I love that when the summoner and the white mage run between each other, and then you mm -hmm. see Phoenix. Got the red mage the red doing mage the ability good. on Senor Grasshopper here. He looks so awesome with his fencing sword. Oh fuck! The dancer's gonna get hit, but our warrior of oh, darkness no, shields I'm it. Shield you. I wonder if there's gonna be. Well, that we have that in other fights, like Thorda and I. When I'm tanking, I have to stand mm. between the healer and dancer Ooh. LB3. That looks pretty awesome, honestly. Boom! And I scored a seventeen thousand. Great. <laughs> Available oh. July 2nd. So, so that good, honestly. I <sighs> love it. It's, it's a, the benchmark is always has been very cool. Uh, we saw gatherers and we saw fighting. I don't know if we saw any crafting. Oh no, we did. Yeah. There was armors and stuff in mm -hmm, town. Mm -hmm. So awesome. So uh, if you're not sure if your computer can handle the awesomeness of this expansion, go download the benchmark it's also bundled with the character creator which i think everyone should play with for sure Whew. any other final comments on that well i love it I um it. my my final comment i guess overall because we've expended our uh, our news our coverage as a fan podcast because we didn't go mm -hmm. to the Media no, event. No. Um, uh, my my final thoughts are: I'm happy with everything. I've I've been perusing my Twitter timeline. Um, at least on it, I'm seeing overwhelmingly positive reviews. Personally, I'm very happy with the direction that they're taking things. I feel that um, jobs are getting their souls back, um, but having utility still there. I'm interested in the emphasis on role versus job. Um, I'm interested in how much emphasis they're putting on the story and how they're going to make this quest line work. I think they've made some great quality of life changes right out of the gate, like with the, uh, the job XP uh, coming from the quest being um, level synced. I hope they expound on that as we go. And um, I think, again, they're moving in the right direction. So I was very pleased overall with what I saw. Yeah, I had a couple knee-jerk reactions that I think were probably unfair after further thought and analysis. And, and I see some people, there, there are some people who are worried, who are always worried when you change something. Um, you know, some things seem like they got nerfed. Other things might seem initially they got overbuffed. Or I, I always worry about oversimplifying. And I understand button bloat doesn't equal complexity. But most of the changes do seem like it will maybe matter some a bit more, you know, what buttons I hit in what order in, re in response to what's going on versus just hitting my AOE or my single target rotation or I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful with these changes. They're, a they're honestly, they're a little bigger than I thought they would be. And I hope they were well thought out, well tested. And I hope that, uh, they will react quickly to our feedback about you know, things we find when the game actually rolls out. So I don't know. I, I like it. It gets, it gets an A plus plus. All right. Reminders. We do have a contest running, running right now. It's the 
Gather Together Follow Me contest. Uh, we have hit 500 followers. I didn't check today if we're above that. 509. Woo! So we have 500 followers. Uh, you followed us. Now make us follow you. So tweet us your screenshot of your character doing the beckon emote to be entered in to win. So June 1st is the deadline. Uh, we will raffle for one winner. The winner will get their choice of one minion on the minion menu of the Mog Station as of June 1st. It starts now. We, we do have entry... Actually, we only have one entry, so quit procrastinating and just take a screenshot of your character beckoning and send Uh it to us. uh (laughs) Just do it. So, just do it. All right, what's on tap? We have two, I think, two developer blogs. The first one's can't read much Mama Zhang face. Mama Zhang face. I hear hear poker face in my head now. Yeah. So, I was actually... Happy to see that they're not ignoring some of the. There, there's been some feedback for Mahjong. So, uh, with Storm Shadowbringers is on the horizon and they're close to the official release amid a plethora of new content, Dome and Mahjong will also be receiving a few updates of its own. Their own. Its own. Uh, so, they're adding the character portrait display. Previously, you did not see your character or the other characters while you were playing, and you will now see. Your opponent's, uh, your character's face will be displayed in Domen Mahjong. <laughs> You've heard of Poker Face, but you, have you heard of Mahjong Face? It looks like you can even set different emotes, expressions to throw your opponents off. All right. Uh, option to cancel calls. Right now you can uh, do a call like Pan Chi Can. can. When they appear, right-clicking anywhere on the screen other than the call button will also cancel. So that will be useful for the indecisive. Uh, You can also, if you have a a losing streak from hell, you can just reset your rating. So if you have a slump where you can't win, don't worry. So on the flip side, if your rating is completely high and you want to reset your rank and rating, just go for it. They've also adjusted some of the winning hands. I won't pretend to know what a lot of these mean, but I reading through this and reading through like Reddit comments earlier, it seems like there were some hands that were not quite matching up with people's expectations and whatnot. And I think they're bringing those into alignment at this point. So, all right. So the dev team does plan to continue updating Domen Mahjong when they can. So they hope we'll take a break from adventuring and give it a shot, even after the release of Shadowbringers. So, yay, Mahjong. All right, on your benchmark, get set, go. Uh, Basically, they're just telling us that the uh, benchmark software is live. And you can run the benchmark software. You can import characters you've already designed. You can import your settings. Now, I imported my settings, but it still didn't make me, like, borderless windowed or whatever. Yeah, you still have to toggle that part on. Yeah. So you can change settings. You can create characters. It's uh, There's a lot of photographs here, but honestly, just go download it and try it. And, and they're, they're kind of going through some of the hair. So they, oh, here they're talking about the hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Hide all bangs hairstyle. Oh, you can disregard the hide all bangs text implemented currently because that appears to be a bug that needs squashing. So my 
my interacting with that toggle didn't work and they know it. So that's good. Hmm. Oh, and when you're running the benchmark, uh, don't forget you can scroll down that list of gear. This happened to me this time and last time. It didn't seem to look like I could wear any other gear than that what showed up in the initial drop-down list, but you can scroll down. Yes. Some There's a lot of there. gear in there. Not a lot, a yeah. lot, but, you know, like that's, some 60s that's and quite 70s, a bit, yeah. 50. All right, so you can also, I think, save that. You can save your new characters and have them ready if you want to use a Fantasia or roll a new character that's during right. Shadowbringers. So. That's nice. There's only a little over a month before Shadowbringers is released. Please enjoy this benchmark software as you let your imagination run wild with what is to come. Whew. Very cool. There was one Very other minion cool. I keep seeing floating around, like a little cute oh, bear-looking yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, that final that final scene where they show you the scar, I think there's actually like four minions on that screen. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That you know, One of them is the little pig with giant... I'm kind of excited about the first because I really feel like it's like long enough ago that they're 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 assuming we have had different um evolutions of certain things. So I'm not surprised we don't have chocobos, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but it lets you use some similar models but make some changes to that and be like, Hey, this is how they evolved. There's your new creature and I kinda dig it. All right, we're getting kind of long. Do yeah. we want to talk about leaks, man? Well, uh, only only to the extent of, and I'm not going to go through all these photos. Although a lot of what we saw came out during our, I guess our crazy period between getting the announcement of the media tour and those that went out in the media tour, and really when the um, when the live letter hit, you know, everybody was scrambling to get some information and somewhere between the and I think it's there were some leaks from the EU tour, but but from the NA tour somewhere between the journalist section, which was I think the let's see, what day did they go out there? It was just recently. I think that I think the journalist might have went on the 21st and then those in the influencers like your twitch streamers went on the 22nd somewhere between those and i think it leans more toward the 22nd somebody spilled the beans on a lot of stuff now there are some pictures floating around paladin i uh jobs uh, not jobs but the actions uh ninja actions dark actions we saw an image of the scholar Serif bar. Yeah, people are like, I'll eat my hat if that's real. And I'm like, ooh. Well, they eating hats because that's real. Now, as far as the job actions, I can't confirm those unless somebody has gone back and and looked at those and compared with like mouse over actions that were accidentally done. The big dog was I saw a post um, that that it was just a long paste bin of Mm -hmm. uh, what's out there. And I'm not going to read all of this stuff, but um, the stuff that we're reading in here – a lot of this is hitting the nail on the head, and that's that gives me pause because it means somebody has an integrity issue that that went out there. I, all of us want to know what's happening, but um, the reason that there is an NDA, and, and Shannon had explained this to somebody on Twitter, the reason there's an NDA is to allow um, those reps and those marketing teams 
to have some ammo in their belt to cultivate hunger um, and to to allow those influencers and journalists to um, to have a, a one stop shop for their their viewers. So it kind of funnels that information. So it's correct. It's just not. Well, and it, it gives them an end date where they are, have time to come up with their content, right? Oh, yeah. No one has to quick write up an article and be first, even if it's not that great. That's right. So right? All, all the leaks do is give somebody some anonymous clout. And I get like you had the blue fever leaks and we mm-hmm. saw things like Bioblaster and we saw Phoenix. We saw Frey in there, which I believe now is that dark doppelganger on, yep. on Dark Knight. Um, but those were kind of tongue-in-cheek hidden stuff. Um, this was straight-up abilities and like no more slashing, piercing, blunt. Uh, the UI changes. Mm-hmm. No more vit melds. Jewelry has two slots. Um, yeah, this stuff. This stuff was right. Right. This stuff was fairies can't fairies can't die now. Yeah. You know. It was a little scatter shot because you didn't really understand. And then they had like like where they were going with some of these things like uh, something called Narshant Cleave. Like we don't know what that stuff means for a warrior. You know, you can't do that. But but there's some things that were just like boom, um, and names of stuff. Like the robot is the queen turret um, for mm-hmm. for machinist. Um, the names of certain abilities. Um, <laughs> it's a fucking robot in caps, right? That caught my eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, the summoner worked. Uh, the, talking about Phoenix and not being not having to spam ruin. Um, there's just a lot in there. I'm we're not passing this stuff out. If you want to look for it, go on Reddit. Go somewhere. You can you can dig some of the stuff up. If you wait till the 29th, I'm sure you'll get all of this because well, somebody yeah. somebody, somebody who it. got this information was the one who who leaked it. Um, but uh, but it's out there. Um, and unfortunately, I think it's right. There were a lot of fakes out there. I think the biggest fake or the weird one that we still don't know much about i've heard two things about red mage i've heard that their that their raise was on a like a 600 300 second cool something yeah something, something ridiculous um of a cooldown and we had heard before that it, it it was only gonna have three uses well that may be the charge system in fact um and then i've also heard that it's going to be instant but maybe they do have a charge system on theirs where the um, <clears throat> healers don't have a charge mm-hmm. on their rays. We still don't know. So we're not confirming nor denying anything. Um, but it seems like the leaks were correct. So again – Some of these leaks seem right on the nose. So yeah. yeah. So there's an integrity issue that's out there. And I hope somebody doesn't lose their uh, their fun pass for in two years for going to the 6.0 <laughs> thing. Yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, that's that's my take on it. You can you can go out there to Reddit and start digging around, and you can find some of this stuff fairly easily if you're really looking for it. And that's all we'll say about the leaks. about that. All right, we have happy hour quickly. We tweeted out what is your favorite part of yesterday's live letter from Ooh. the producer. We got what do we got? We got like six responses, mm-hmm. and we read those quickly. Cloudy music said. Quality of life changes, side quest level sync, and the light theme, and removal of outgoing damage reduction on a tank stance, and removal of dedicated enmity combos. Yes, yes. yes. Delhi Delhi Rose said 
Healer, focus on healing. It's so painful when you team up with a stone broil mage. <laughs> Six out of the party at 10% hit points, they're still casting broil. Half the party dead, they're still casting broil. Me raising everyone in healing and out of mana, and they're still casting broil with 70% MP. And the warrior is still in an offensive stance, too. <laughs> Don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Mr. Player 6... Paladin Gap Closer. Yes. 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 Uh, Riesling said side quest level sinking. That's your honey. Mm -hmm. She's very excited. <laughs> she ain't wrong. That. She ain't wrong. Cerisian uh, said the music to the job action trailer was by far the best part of the live letter. It was that good. Would, that would not, it was not bad. Would not bad. Work to game said, and that editing where they transition to each job, wow. Serene <laughs> says, someone better be getting a raise. Woo boy. <laughs> that video was well presented overall. Uh, the real Katashi said, watching the technician fighting to keep his job. <laughs> I, he's not going nowhere. Nope. I think I, we would probably be pitchforks and torches if anything happened to him. He is beloved. That's great. All right. <laughs> Last call. Uh, we do have a reminder, our last call, about Memphina Madness. This is the score for a cause event going on. They they actually had a game tonight. I wasn't able to make it. They're currently on round two. Uh, this is the fundraiser for, the name escapes me, something about To write love on, love on, on her arms. arms. To write on love on her Yes, to write love on her arms. It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to presenting hope and finding help for people struggling with depression, addiction, self-injury, and suicide. So today, I don't remember what it was. Uh, let's I know, see. I know the Alleviago Griffins are playing, right? Yep, yep, yep. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely, it's round two. Uh, the first part of round two. The second part will be May 31st. That Friday, and then uh, the following week, we're moving into the semifinals. Uh, closing ceremonies on the June 14th, and finals will be June 15th. So there's still time to donate. There's still time to um, take part in this, uh, and it's happening on Balmung. Um, mm -hmm. So if you're there or you're on uh, that, that – that's Crystal, right? Um Port around and get over there and check it out. Uh, you can go to their website, memphinamadness.org, and you can check out the uh, schedule there and get more info. And remember, uh, our listeners should be donating and pledging for the Alamigo Royal Griffins because that's, that's right. who we're sponsoring. We're going to take it. I have a feeling that. Uh, well, I'm, I, I, was like, I, was like, I was like half scared they would not even make it to. I don't even know what the brackets are but i'm like oh what mm -hmm. if we're out of the game and right away but all right Whew. that was a lot yes but, but it is closing time you don't have to go home but you can't stay here you can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website www.gtffxiv.com while you're there please leave us a comment and if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at GTFFXIV. Email us at GTFFXIV at gmail.com. Uh, please rate us. Uh, personal plug is Ruby. 
Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.